The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Two Point Conversations Fantasy Football episode. Today, Ryan and I previewing uh, week seven, another grouping of buys, Philadelphia Rams, Buffalo, and Minnesota on a buy. Ryan, how are we doing today, buddy? Not hungover, which is a miracle. Why? You had something, some fun last night? Yeah, I mean, I partook. <laughs> that's good to hear that's good to hear but um no it's a miracle i'm, I'm honestly surprised so that's good you're uh it means you're evolving as a species um as a human being <clears throat> you eventually uh, eventually alcohol will just be like your popeye spinach that's the plan <laughs> I've, I've been training. I've been training my whole life for this moment. I'm so proud of you. Keep it going, my man. I every will. day, just every day, every day, <laughs> every day, every, every day. hour, every, every hour. Morning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, how are we doing in fantasy? Last week sucked. Mediocre, <laughs> mediocre at best. Yeah, it's been a tough year. Um, if we had any credibility coming into the season, any at all. Not there anymore. Just not oh, there. No. Uh, it is. It is totally gone. Uh, it's tough. I got. Uh, I'm doing well, and I think two or three different leagues. I'm five and one in one league. I'm four. I double check. I might be five and one in the other one. My work league, which was a hefty, hefty, hefty four and two in that one, and I believe I'm three and three in my hundred and fifty dollar league. So, other than that, I have nine other, I think uh, six other leagues that I pay for. Mm-hmm. No, bueno. Not great. I'm one and five in our two point league, two and four in the podcast precinct league. It's, uh, it has been a rough go this year. Yeah. You know, I'm really not doing that. I'm four and two in my work league, third place. And then in my big money league, I am. Uh... So this one's kind of weird. We do like a regular win for the week like you get one win on your record for the week and then we do um if you beat the median score you get another point oh no shit another win that's different i like that so i am uh i'm eight and four okay so i've beat the me i've i've only lost twice but i lost to the median twice also so okay that's unique yeah it's it's different yeah that's pretty cool um but yeah, it has been a up and down, up and down weekend. And yeah. this week is tough. I think for a lot of people, this week is tough because there's a lot of heavy hitters right now on bye week. Uh, of course, you know, the Rams, uh, I would more so on the Cooper Cup side of things. It hasn't been a great year for Matthew Stafford, but uh, the, the league I'm five and one at, it's, it's, I don't have Cooper Cup this week. So it kind of sucks. Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, uh, and, and, and Dalvin Cook, you know, all gone this week. 
with the Bills, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, uh, you know, all big hitters gone. And, and of course, at Philadelphia, I think they got a plethora of uh, pretty yeah. good uh, talent there. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, uh, and, and, and of course, several others. But uh, this is where, I mean, this is where, this is where, you know, all the, the draft stuff really comes into prep, right? How did you draft for um, for depth? You know, did, yeah, you got your studs. Sure, you can draft all your studs, but were you paying attention to bye weeks? Were you paying attention to, um, were you paying attention to uh, just where your depth levels were? Were you just drafting to fill positions first and then you do it? You know, that, that all comes into play here. Uh, it's like I said, in those, in those bigger money leagues, it's been mostly positive for me. And I, I, I credit this show and everything I've learned from you, uh, for that reason. So, um, so yeah, there's a, there's a plenty of talent to go. There's plenty of talent to go around. Some of my waiver wires are really thin right now. Oh, I don't yeah. know about you. Yeah. Which is, they are. Unco- I think it's really uncommon later in the season. Like it's weird that or well, we're kind of in the middle, a little bit just before the middle, it's very uncommon for the waiver wire to be this thin, this early. No doubt. I mean, I mean, I'm someone who has McCaffrey in a league, and you know he's probably not going to play this week. I mean, I don't know. What do you think he plays this week? What What, what are you thinking? I don't know. They said it, it maybe. Uh, if they're gonna if they're gonna, gonna play much. him, it's not gonna be him catching passes and running little you know running back routes. Right. It's gonna be him running the ball. I think he's only projected like ten and a half points in so, certain leagues. Yeah. Um. Because there's just no way. There's just no way. Um. That he he can get acclimated to this offense that quickly. Uh. You know that that was a massive move. I think in the long run, you know mm-hmm. it 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 it's gonna benefit McCaffrey, right? As long as he stays upright. But oh. um. Yeah, McCaffrey, that's a big hit because a lot of people took him second and third overall. Some people actually took him first overall. So Yeah, and he, it, I think it's funny how, like, one of the most injury-prone guys is going to, like, one of the most injury-prone teams. I thought that, NFL. too, would, and specifically the most injury-prone running backs, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how, a couple years ago, they went through, like, four or five starting running backs in years, like Jerick McKinnon. Matt Breida. Matt Breida, maybe Trey Jeff Sermon, Wilson. And oh. Jeff Wilson, just everybody. Everybody's getting hurt. Raheem Mostert, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? This is the, That's the San Francisco. It, it's, it, it's a perfect match. It's a perfect match. So yep. they should be good in that regard. Um. But yeah, so we got some games to talk about. Uh, anything you want to talk about from Arizona and New Orleans last uh, on Thursday? Yeah, Kyler Murray's a psycho. I'd put him in timeout if he yelled at me like that. <laughs> I wish I knew what the circumstances were. I know, obviously, it's very uh, contentious there. Yeah, the the play clock was running down, and I guess Cliff Kingsbury was getting pretty animated on the sideline, and yeah, Kyler Murray told him to calm the fuck down. <laughs> so. That's good. I'm glad to see that that relationships go in places. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I'd, I'd probably be a little animated too if I'm about to get fired. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean. I, you think he? Oh, yeah. He probably is. Kyler Murray's not going anywhere, so of course he's not going to. He's not be, too worried. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How did D Hop do? I didn't even see. Uh, ten for like a hundred yards. Okay, so that's pretty good. I think he had like he had quite a few targets. Yeah. He's going to get that. I know Hollywood Brown was out. Uh, yeah, he had week. 14 targets. Wow. The next highest on the team was, uh, you know, Benjamin with five. Hmm. 
Well, I mean, I think this offense could turn a corner maybe once Hollywood Brown gets back because he's actually been pretty good uh, this mm-hmm. year for for them. So, yeah, Hollywood Brown looked really good. That 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 loss hurts for sure. But I mean, I mean is Robbie Anderson going to make a difference? Probably. Actually, no. he probably will. Robbie Anderson's a good receiver. So, is he? He is. No, don't lie. No, I do. I like Robbie Anderson. I do too, but he, again, he's good for like two good games a year. <laughs> he's he's played on bad teams though. I don't know. We'll see. Well, usually bad teams throw a lot to their good guy, but I, don't... <laughs> I guess. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It it could be uh, it could be some fun, but uh, we definitely know that Arizona needs to turn around. No. Uh, you like him when you see him from Andy Dalton as a starting quarter is a fantasy quarterback at all. He's put up some big numbers over the year over the. Uh, uh, over the last couple weeks, I feel I know yeah, you gotta... for my fantasy defenses. I do, yeah. Two, d- double pick six, back to back. Yeah, bro, four touchdowns though. Yeah, but he could have had like <laughs> he could have <laughs> had six more points. He could have had forty. That is true. But no, uh, yeah. I mean, Andy Dalton's fine. I mean, I picked him up in a league. Yeah, a couple actually a free league, but I picked him up nonetheless. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. He's one of those guys that people are going to go for this week, probably after that performance, and then end up dropping in a week at, at, at a week later. But um, you know who I don't like though? Who? Taysom Hill. Fuck that guy. I yeah. I'm fed up with that guy. I bit. I bit on. Uh, I was ready to go. I scooped him up in one league that a week after Seattle, the Seattle game where he put up like 36 points. And, uh, dude, he's a fantasy just disruptor. He's dude, like, I mean, they're taking their best player off the field to put Taysom Hill in. I mean, yeah, I get it. Sometimes Taysom Hill, yeah, Taysom Hill's a freak athlete. Yeah. I'll admit it. Dude's a freak athlete. But, like, there's games where he looks like a superstar, and then there's other games where he comes in, and he's like an like instant drive killer. Right. Instant. And it's like, like even back when they had Drew Brees, I'm like, why are we taking this Hall of Fame quarterback off the field for to put Taysom Hill in the game? Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. Same with Alvin Kamara. Why are you taking Kamara off the field, man? <laughs> Remember that one time they, they took a, he was about to break the touchdown record and they pulled him off for a Taysom Hill touchdown? Yeah. Taysom Hill sucks. No, There's no way anyone likes that guy. I try to imagine what it's like to be in a locker room with a guy like him. Oh, God. I always I worry about I, I think about that stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I've met a lot of people in my life, right? Like people at different jobs, people in school, people in sports, family. And I like, <laughs> I wonder about how people like, like, like that are in the locker room. Like, yeah. So, so sorry, Kamara. I know you just stole the touchdown, the Russian touchdown yeah. record from you, bro. But uh, thanks for the ball, dude. I'm sure he's not really like that, but I'm, like, I'm of, always curious. Like, of course, Kamara's not going to show that he's pissed off, but you know, deep down, he's like, you motherfucker. Yeah. You yeah. suck. Like, wait, fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I Kamara, know. Kamara needs to do Taysom Hill like, like he did that one dude at the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I am all the way here for it. Um, but, yes, yeah, so that's kind of the recap. So the Cardinals offense finally got going uh, a little bit. And we finally had a decent uh, Thursday night game. That's that's always a good thing, too. Yeah, high scoring. I couldn't believe Amazon was like, thank God. <laughs> I'm very curious. I'm very curious if people like got Amazon Prime just for Thursday night football and then no just way. like canceled after those two weeks. You think Jeffrey Bezos watches the games? Yeah, he attends them. 
Does he really? They, show, they showed him for a few of them. He actually attends hmm. them. He's in the sky, uh, one of the, the boxes. They can't boxes. afford a box. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so rich. Must be nice. All right. We have 13 games to discuss today. And uh, let's hop right into it. Let's go to uh, let's go to the Browns and Ravens to kick this thing off. One o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Cleveland looking for a much needed win here to kind of get uh, right back in the mix with the Baltimore Ravens. What are we liking for fantasy this week with uh, with 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 some of these uh, with this collection of players? Run! Don't walk to the waiver wire for Kenyon Drake right now, if he's available. I went. I, I picked him up in a league. I'm starting him over Chase Edmonds. Yep. Um, with, the, with the news about Dobbins out four to six weeks, um, orthoscopic knee surgery, whatever the, whatever that means. Um, yeah, go go grab Drake. He had what ten carries for like 120 yards and a touchdown last week. So. Yeah, yeah. I legit dropped J, uh, Chase Edmonds for him. Because Edmonds has been fair. non-existent. Fair, yeah. That Miami's using a committee right now, so yeah. Fair. Uh, on the Cleveland side of things, who are the visitors? Um, you know, Nick Chubb had a rough week last week. It pairs New England's uh, defense is playing out of its mind, so it, it led to a pretty slow game. Uh, I wouldn't fret about starting Nick Chubb. Um, Amari Cooper's been—he's only had two really bad weeks. So I'm sure he's fine. I have not. I don't think I've played against an Amari Cooper yet. Uh, an mm-hmm. Amari Cooper started maybe once. Um, you still got to go because Jacoby Brissett. He's 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 gunning quite a bit. Um, not put not quite putting up QB one numbers, but uh, but a decent start at that. Uh, Njoku, I think Njoku's been performing well, so I think you're, you're you got a good pre- pretty good matchup there. Uh, the yeah, Ravens Njoku's a lock. Yeah, Joku's definitely a lock. Um, Cream Hunt's kind of falling off a cliff, huh? Yeah, not really that. He had that week one, like, just awesome game, and that was kind of it. But if I were to pick anybody, yeah, it's probably Chubb and Joku. And, I mean, obviously, I think Amari Cooper. They're going up against a pretty rough defense. And again, Jacoby can chuck it. So um, he's got a decent arm. He just makes silly decisions sometimes. So uh, I think those are your probably three best options for this game, which are probably in just about everybody's starting lineup. Yeah. I don't know if I'm into Amari Cooper. For this matchup or just period? Just this matchup. I mean, it says... Marcus Beers is questionable, but it says not injury related. So I'm sure he's going to play. You still got Humphrey. I don't know, dude. Um, I think Cooper is more like a wide receiver three flex this week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. Um, yeah, he. I mean, he's never like really blown me away. Yeah. But matchup wise yeah it could be sometimes their second you know baltimore secondary does show up i know it's been pretty bad this year uh or it's been inconsistent this year but you could be right you could be right i i, I haven't really i haven't followed baltimore really enough to kind of know where they stand because like is their defense in shambles like they got i know they got a big name a bunch of big name guys but they're just not like putting it together right yeah early in the season they were dealing with some injuries so they didn't look great but i think they're starting to get healthy now so right. 
Okay. So there's some concern on your end for Amari Cooper. Yeah. Um, all right. Going on to Baltimore, of course, you mentioned uh you mentioned starting Kenyon Drake. I'm excited at that. I really hope that one pans out. Um I think Rashad Bateman's gonna be back. Which is he, great. Yeah, he's questionable. And Denzel Ward is out for the Browns, so that should be an easy start for Bateman. Okay. Yeah, he uh he left after two really under subpar games, subpar performances. Uh, almost six points against New England in week three, and then a little bit less than five against Buffalo in week four. Um, has been out the last two weeks, so we shall see. I mean, they got to throw the ball somewhere. I know there yeah. was some concern about Mark Andrews this week. Uh, oh, he he'll, had... he'll play. Huh? He'll play. He'll play. Oh, I'm sure he will. Oh, he'll play. I'm sure he will. He said he feels good and he's ready to go, uh, but he had some knee issues last week, and yeah. he's just he's legit as far as tight ends go. Um, you know, an easy must start every week. It's going to hurt for those who have him when they have to bench him uh, or for off a bye week. Right. Um, what about Devin Duvernay? He had a yeah. bad game last week against the Giants defense, but he's had a mostly pretty good season. I mean, I, I feel more comfortable starting him than Amari Cooper. Okay. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. His ownership's going up, too. He might be free in a lot of rosters, 31.9% rostered on ESPN. Yeah. So, uh, But he has 25 targets this year, 18 catches, 240 yards, and three touchdowns. So uh, that could bold pretty well. I like. I, I, I don't hate that play. I don't hate that play at all. So you said Duvernay over Cooper? You, you trust yeah. more? No, maybe not. <laughs> I, I, I kind of think about it. I was like, that kind of sounds stupid right there. Probably not. Spicy. I like it. I like it. You know, fuck it. You're right. This week, Duvernay has more points than Cooper. Book it. Book it. There it is. All right. Let's head on over to this one. Um, oh, my God. The line moved. That makes sense. Bucks are now 13-point favorites over the Panthers. <laughs> it was 10 on Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no surprise there, but some uh, some issues, right? Mr. Mr. Thomas Brady has... Uh, well, I guess it's been okay. Everyone's like, yeah, he's having a really bad season. And I'm like, is he though? Is he really? He has one interception and eight touchdowns. He's still passing for pretty high yardage. Maybe some decision-making hasn't been all there, but. Yeah. Maybe the Tom Brady standard is a bad, bad season. Yeah. He's actually, oh, he's been dropped in a lot of leagues. But good Lord, is he going to bounce back? Oh <laughs> yeah. You know it. I know there's got a lot of off field drama right now with Giselle going to Robert Kraft's wedding, uh, motherfucking his offensive lineman, stuff like that. But it's, it is Brady. I know he's 45 years old, but um, but a lot of people did draft Brady pretty high coming into this year, right? I think he was a third or fourth round grab in, in some leagues as far as people getting quarterbacks go, maybe fifth round yeah. at worst. I know he went pretty high in some. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he, it's it's been weird and wacky. And it's kind of affected oh, Godwin's been all right, but yeah, Evans has had two, you know, a, a lousy game against Pittsburgh, kind of yeah. a lousy game against Atlanta. He was, I think, overvalued on a lot of leagues this year, too. Yeah. But fear not, all my Tampa Bay fantasy owner people, dude, all three of their cornerbacks are banged up for Carolina. Like, there's no, like, PJ Walker is going to be playing. Like, the Panthers know they're losing this game. Like Tom Brady's gonna eat. Like I think it's a lock. Like Leonard Fournette's gonna run crazy. 
don't know. I'm like Godwin, Evans, Brady, Fournette, shit, Rashad White. I don't care. Start him. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, slightly interested in Russell Gage, maybe, but um, maybe. Julio Jones is. Uh, I don't even know why they signed Julio Jones. I mean, this is the same thing he was doing in. Uh, yeah, we all Tennessee. we all seen that one coming. Um, who the fuck is Cade Otten? Oh, that's their tight end. Their tight end, yeah. I like how they do. Did they trade for or sign Kyle Rudolph? And he's like, I, did, didn't he get cut? He's still. Oh wait, hold on. No, he's on Tampa. Oh Jesus, practice squad. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's bad. Um, but I think this is a good game. If if you're hesitant hesitant about Brady, like right now, and, and some of the pieces, I think this is a good game to get get the bearings back on at least at least for one week. And uh, you know, just just have have their way with Carolina. It's 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 bad. They know what they are right now. The Panthers do, and honestly, I there's not a single person I would start for this Panthers team. Yeah, Panthers are picking first overall next year. So I think it's going to be a lock. Probably, uh, DJ Moore is uh, nobody on my bench. And nobody, yeah, for the Panthers, you should not start anybody. Yeah, you you got to again name value. I don't care if he's produced multiple thousand yard seasons, I would not be surprised. DJ Moore's value is not going to go up this year until he gets traded. And there's a, I know they just extended him this year. So there's a chance that they might hold on to him, but you cannot put DJ Moore in um, confidently. It, it sucks because he's another top three or four. It goes back to what I said, what I've been saying is that a, a lot of these top round prospects, top round draft picks that you dra- many people drafted, are just not, not performing, and it's of no fault to DJ Moore. Uh, well, actually, maybe. Oh, uh, he's, fuck. He, he's no, a, he's a hell of a player. He is, but you see this target to reception ratio. No, well, are they are they respectable targets though? Oh, like as far as what the targets look like, I yeah. don't know. But he's twenty. He has twenty catches to forty four targets. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, and they're probably not going to trade him either. The report came out that they look at him as like a foundational piece, so he's yeah. probably locked there forever, which is awful for DJ Moore. Yeah, I know there's a, quite a few teams that that would could benefit greatly from him right now. Um, but yeah, I like it, it's he, he's he's been that dude, right? Like again, no matter the quarterback situation has been shit. Uh, over his career, but like for some, somehow it got worse. Yeah, somehow it got worse. And PJ Walker is a fine, like journeyman kind of fun story, but it's just it ain't happening. Oh. It ain't happening. Yeah, there's not a single person I'd start from from Carolina in agreement with that. Uh, let's go to Colts and Titans who are playing for the second time this year. Indy coming off of a really great performance. The Titans coming off of a bye. Man, if that offensive line is all figured out, I think we got some. Uh, Matt Ryan could be a Q, uh, a starting QB throughout the rest of this league. He is currently number two in passing yards, second to Josh Allen, and could eclipse him this week with Allen on the bye. Um, Eddie Ice looked pretty damn good last week. Yeah. Uh, maybe Jonathan Taylor being out was the key. I thought so. Let's let's stop running the damn ball. Let's stop running into a brick wall. Let's throw the damn thing. Yeah. Um, offensive line gelling, and uh, Tennessee. There's defense isn't the greatest. Oh yeah, you can um, expose Tennessee. Could expose Tennessee. I 
I'm starting Matt Ryan in some leagues. I dropped him a couple weeks ago in others, but I am start electing to start him over Tua this week. I think Tua is still good to go, right? I think they're still running with him. Yeah, I think that's the plan. We'll find out in a moment. Um, but I'm, I'm fine running with Matt Ryan. If that line can hold up and they can move the ball, if this offense doesn't go too Jonathan Taylor heavy, I think they'll be all right. I, I think we've seen that the Colts can um, – they're that this run first identity that they're trying to 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 sell everybody it ain't it um matt ryan can still go and when when protected and, and everything goes proper so loving matt ryan jt tennessee's ninth against the run i believe there's again a couple defensive players banged up but a little nervous about jt coming back uh he is good to go you know they, they said he could have came back last week right but he, he decided not to yeah, I think the coaches decided against it, or maybe he did. I, I I can't recall, but you know it's been it's been a less than desirable season for him performance wise. Uh, but I'm sure people are gonna run to it. But I feel like I've had, if I've had a more consistent option, I would start them over Jonathan Taylor this week. Just saying. Just, I, I'm I'm nervous. Like again, I yeah. think that they'll they'll play well. But listen, the Colts like Deion Jackson was a stud last week. Absolute stud. I wish we got to talk about him and planning for stuff because this dude put up over 16 points. It wasn't from running the ball. It was from catching the ball. Mm-hmm. JT can catch passes, but that's not his big thing. Um, JT is just uh, you know just kind of running up the gut, finding holes, and just just making defenders miss in the open field. That's that's really his game. So I I don't know. It's I'd hate to start JT and lose a game because I started JT. Right. Right. I don't. Know. I mean. It's tough, dude, because like we said before, if you have JT, you put you picked him 101. Yes. So, I mean, it's tough, dude. I don't know. Maybe maybe the absence woke him up a little bit. I don't know. And like you said, the offensive line is gelling. I mean, we know what Jonathan Taylor is capable of. So, I mean, but, yeah, this probably isn't the best game for him to come back to come back in because the Titans have been stout against the run. Yeah. So. We'll see. Watch him rip one off, which would be good. I mean, it would be good good to see that. I think it would well, finally course. reinforce. But, yeah, it's it's one of those tough crossroads points that, you know, it, it, you just – you know, like some of these best, like, fantasy football players in the in the world, you know, do they, I wonder if they sit there and, like, you know what, maybe I should bench a guy, like my pick 101. You know what I mean? Should I, right. should I sit there and pick him because of performance? Because you see a lot of people. You know, even we talk about it all the time, right? It's a big name. Got to throw him in your lineup every week. It's like, but do you? It seems to always go back to that. Um, I hope for a good performance. I really, truly do. But the Colts are not doing good in the run game. And I, 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 I'm I, concerned. JT could bust things open, but we shall see. Uh, love Pittman. Pittman, and Pier- uh, Pittman had a really good game last week. I was excited for that. I think he got like 12 targets. Oh, sorry. 16 targets. Yeah. Caught 13 passes. Um, doing really, really good job to push things downfield. Uh, Pierce, we were big on Pierce last week. It was looking a little uh, no bueno until he got that last, uh, that game-winning touchdown, which was massive. I think it was like a 30-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before that, I think he had two catches for like 19 yards, something uh, something like that. Uh I'm I'm out on, on, on Naheem Hines, though. I actually think that that Deion Jackson dude should be put in front of Naheem Hines. 
I, nah, I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. We back on Paris Campbell, 11 targets, 7-57 and a touchdown? Not yet because I've seen this before. But if this, I think if it continues into this week, which it very well may, that there is some interest there for okay. Paris Campbell. I think so. Because, again, I, I've, I've been let down by Paris Campbell many a times, both in fantasy. I actually had to start him. He was a deep bench uh, guy, deep, deep, deep bench guy. I had to start him last week, um, and it paid off pretty damn well. But um, but I don't know. It's ultimately the thing is, like I said, the Colts love to run the ball. They showed what they, they threw like 50-something times last week. 60. Everybody ate. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. That's a lot for a 37-year-old quarterback. You're not going to get that kind of performance every game. Um, and he, he completed, I think, 41 or 42 passes. Matt yeah, he went, 40, went 42 of 58. So, Jesus Christ. Um, so, keep that in mind. Don't buy the Paris Campbell Kool-Aid just yet. But if they – I mean, this, I think the, the game script could play a lot similarly to how they did against Jacksonville last week and could find themselves throwing the ball more, which I hope that they do. Yeah. So, and then the Titans, Derrick Henry, end of list. Uh, I'm fine with Tannehill. Mm. I don't know, dude. I used to like Tannehill in fantasy, but now it's like he freaks me out. Coming off of a bye week, I don't know. The dude puts on points. Let's see. Last time he got to Indy, he had 100. Well, eh, yeah, 137 yards passing, two, two touchdowns, though. That did save him. So he's a pretty touchdown dependent quarterback. It's QB 25 right now, and he's not running the ball like he used to in that is previous true. seasons. Yeah, ixnay on that. No bueno. Uh, I would definitely say Derrick Henry. Henry had 114 yards last uh, last game against the Colts. Colts rushing defense gave up a shit ton of yards to Jacksonville. I think over 100 and a half. It was pretty significant. They, they were giving up to no-name dudes like Jamichael something. Um, and Jamichael Hasty got like a put like a 64, 65 yards something touchdown on the Colts. Um and I think ETN and, and uh uh Robinson had decent days too. So uh yeah, probably just Derrick Henry. Probably just Derrick Henry. I think that's uh that's it. That's pretty fair. All right. Enough of that. Let's go on to Falcons and Bengals. I am excited for that. I'm actually pretty excited for this one. I'm loving the underdog Atlanta Falcons this year. I really am. I'm feeling it. I'm still mad, again, about that Brady sack, uh, the Grady Jarrett sack on Brady, the rough and the passer call. But, yeah, this Falcons team is overperforming. They're they're overperforming. Yeah, Bengals, six and a half point favorites. I think I take the points for the Falcons. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Listen, Marcus Mariota, Atlanta Falcons QB1, has only had one bad game this year, fantasy-wise. And that was against the Cleveland Browns week four, almost four points. Every other week, we got like nine. Again, it's all dependent on your scoring. 19, 17, 17, um, that four-point game. 19, last week against San Francisco's coveted defense, almost 30 points put on. Um, a lot of that came in rushes. He had uh, took out six times for 50 yards. He had a rushing touchdown. He also had two passing touchdowns. So that, that comes into play. Um, but I think Mariota is, is – there's a case for Mariota to be a stream option if you're struggling for quarterbacks right now. Yeah, uh, if, you don't, if you don't have Josh Allen this week, Stafford, 
Kirk Cousins shit Mariota, dude. He's QB 13 right now. I mean, yeah. he's probably a better start every week than Stafford is right now. I mean, Honestly, yeah. yeah. 100%. Um, you know, he, 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 the dude can make plays, and he looks damn good in that classic red helmet. Uh, I do got to say that. Uh, let's see. Drake London. Meh. Meh. If you're going to start them, though, this might be a good game to do it because they've played against some pretty good secondaries the last three weeks, and that's when he's underperformed. You know, Cleveland, I think, has a decent secondary. Tampa Bay's secondary is pretty good. And San Francisco's defense just overall is pretty damn good. Um, If you want to play him, though, this would probably be a good week because Cincinnati's secondary has been kind of dog shit. (laughs) There you have it. What about Kyle Pitts? I think people might be eager to start him after that performance against Cincinnati. Yeah. But I'm trying to trade Kyle Pitts if I have him. He's 95.3% rostered on ESPN. He's tight end 23, which you know that pretty much everything outside of tight end five is pretty abysmal. Right. Averaging 7.2 points a game, which if he was actually doing that, that would be pretty swell. But he's had three games – I missed week five. He's had three games around three and a half, four points. Then he had a 13-point performance against Seattle, 13-14, and 11-point performance essentially against San Francisco. So, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I'm trying to trade Kyle Pitts, man, if you can. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Somebody – I'm trying to think of what the trade was, but somebody tried to sell me this Tyler Elgier dude. It was yeah. like – yeah, it was a stupid trade. It was like him. Uh, it might have been one other person for like Najee or T. Higgins or something like that. I'm like, get that fuck, get that out of, get out of here. <laughs> Algiers had one good game in his five starts. Yeah, or five five games that he's played. Get out of here. It's it's only for a little bit too. I mean, yeah, it's a temp thing. Cordell yeah, Patterson's coming back. Yeah, so. Is he on IR or is he just out? Oh, he's on IR. He's on IR, yeah. So he's got to be coming back soon. Um, He went on on October 3rd. So um, he got a couple weeks if it's if it stays that way. Um, yeah. Other than that, though, kind of not a whole lot with, uh, with Atlanta. They're still winning games, though, which is fun, and I love to see it. Um, for Cincinnati, uh, we got the usual suspects here. Joe B, Joey B, I'm sure, right? I mean, you got you have him. You probably yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, Joe, he's been performing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm fine with everyone in uh, Cincinnati. Like, I mean, you're firing up Jamar Chase. You have to do that. I think T Higgins is a good play. You're starting Joe Mixon. Dude, I think I'm starting Hayden Hurst. Dude, he's looked good, too. I picked him up because you said it a couple weeks ago. And and aside from last week against New Orleans, he's been pretty He's been pretty stout. Yeah, no doubt. He's been pretty stout. Yeah, I got no issues with Cincinnati's players. They're playing good. The team might not be winning as much as we expected or really dominating, but I think all the players have been kind of dominating. Well, Boyd's taking a hit. Tyler Boyd's taking a hit. And Higgins maybe hasn't been as good as in recent years. There's been some lousy performances, but 
Yeah, I mean, all their losses have been by three points. Right. Like, yeah, they never got. I don't think they've really ever gotten blown out. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Um. All right. Anything else to add to that one? No, I'm good. All right, let's go to the Giants. Let's try and figure out some stuff with the Giants here. Uh, piece together some things. Saquon Barkley is the easiest no-brainer. Yep. He's been playing good football, man. Great football. Great football. And, Happy uh, to see it. Do you want to start Danny Dimes? He doesn't really have anyone to throw to, but he's still... Is he putting up points? Like, I don't even know. Like, what um, is he? he is QB 15 on ESPN, yeah. which is actually pretty respectful, respectable. It's not bad. There's obviously much better options out there. But if again, if you're looking for a waiver wire start, this might be a good week because the Giants are going up against, uh, who is it? The Jags. And you might be able to get something going. There's Their defense is all right, but it's it's definitely underperformed the last couple of weeks. Um. Daniel Jones last week had about a 17 and a half point game, 173 yards passing, two touchdowns. He had a fumble. Um, he took off six times for six yards. But he's playing, he's playing okay. Like he's probably not gonna be their focal point next year at quarterback. But yeah. um, as far as fantasy football goes this year, it is intriguing. But you are right, they don't have anybody to throw to. Anybody. I can't believe the Jags are the favorite. It's. I was thinking about that. I mean, how long have the, these injuries been here? These injuries really been amassing. For who? For for the Giants. Hey, Has it been a couple me. weeks? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That that is surprising. I wonder what Vegas knows. I was saying that uh, before, but. Oh man, like it's crazy the drop off in projected points after Daniel Jones, right? It's like Saquon, 20 and a half. Daniel Jones, seven, nearly 17. Graham Gano, 7.7. Who plays a game for the Giants first? Us or Kadarius Tony? <laughs> Whoa. I know. I know. What a bus is just his roster owning is just dropping tremendously yeah it's bad he never really hit though right he's been there for a couple years and he's he never flashes he had some flashes he's never really like blown up he's um, punched someone before yeah so. i do remember that it was that was cool yeah curious uh, tony he's had a couple big games like last year right yeah he had a yeah he had a, a 30 point game last year and that's really it too Yikes! Uh, but that's it for the Giants. They're this. It's they're so weird. Um, how much they've been winning, but I am ha- I am happy for them. But again, uh, I need you to lose a couple of games so those front row seats uh, come down a little bit. Thanks, guys. There you go. Thank you. All right for the Jags. The Jags. Um, T Law. I mean, he doesn't have any more games against the uh, the Colts, so I don't know if he's going to be put up any how many more electric performances he has, he's going to have left, but he's put up amazing games against the Colts twice and the chargers. Um, do we like him here against the giants? Not, not really, dude. I think there's better options like Mariota. <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably right. Um, but no, I mean, I, sh- I, I don't hate it. I don't hate Trevor Lawrence. I mean, 
I'm starting him over guys like Russell Wilson. That's for sure. <laughs> like, I don't know, over like Tannehill. I'm not starting Tannehill over Lawrence. Like, Goff, no. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I do like Lawrence. Yeah, he's QB 11 on ESPN uh, with just about 60% owned. He's averaging 19.3 uh, points per game. Uh, this Giants game could be a good show for him. I know, though, like Christian Kirk has been down quite a bit uh, in the last couple of weeks. He picked it up against Indy a little bit. Four catches off five targets, 24 touchdown. Mike bumped out. Can you hear me? Here you know. Okay, cool. Sorry about that. Yeah, my mic bumped out. Uh, he had four catches, uh, five targets, 24 yards, and a touchdown. But um, Kirk sliding a little bit, sliding a little bit. But I'm still yeah. good with the run game. I think that, I don't know what is, what is it with these AFC South teams, but the run game is everything. And I'm probably, like, if I had, if, like, if I'm looking for my flex position, I have between, like, eat, you know, a couple, couple Jags, I'm more likely to start a James Robinson or ETN. I'm more confident in the run game, basically. Yeah. Out of those two, who do you like more? Uh, ETN's projected points keep going up higher. Uh, Robinson took a little dip last week. And ETN I is... I think I lean ETN. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, you know, you noted the, the ability of the pass-catching game. So I think Robinson... It looks to me like Robinson's being phased out um, a little bit, or he's just not making the most of his opportunities. Uh ETN last week, 10 attempts, 86 yards. He also had two catches uh, for 22 yards. So so I would say say ETN is probably where a couple of weeks ago, I think last week we discussed who would we trust more. It was a little bit more split. I think I see what it is uh, at this point, and I would definitely say ETN. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, receiving it hasn't been, hasn't been great. Um, so that's... It's Giants and Jags. Let's go over to Lions and Cowboys. I want to say this one's a fire up everybody kind of game. Yeah. Did you pick the Lions for this game? I did not. No. I don't think I did. Yeah, I picked the Lions a bunch this year, and obviously it's only panned out once. So. Yeah, I mean, all their games have one score except for, excuse me, except for the Patriots. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there, but uh, Patriots just just that good. Um, and Goff's have an amazing year. He has eleven touchdowns to four interceptions, thirteen hundred and fifty five passing yards. He is currently QB ten on ESPN, so just ahead of uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I like Goff in a start. I mean, Dallas's defense is really, really good. Really good. Really good. That's that's been kind of their bread and butter. But if I'm looking for a quarterback play and Jared Goff sitting on waivers, yeah, I'm, I'm probably scooping him up. Yeah, I mean this this could be a shootout. I don't know. I mean, we'll see how Dak looks, but um, this has all the makings to be a high scoring game. I mean, they, they have the over under at 49, so obviously Vegas thinks this is going to be a high scoring game too. So yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm a Monroe bounce back game. Uh, he needs it. He's gonna be right in the pine. Uh <laughs> right in the pine. Yeah, that 40 point game, the 39 point game against Washington in week two, 13 against Minnesota in week three. Didn't play against Seattle. Was a dud against New England. Uh yeah. I need a we need I think his fantasy owners need a good game from him to uh justify 
Well, actually, a lot of people just a lot of people just wait. I mean, they waited on him. They sat and waited on him. Um, nope. I scooped him up the first chance I got, but yeah, I like. Uh, he's he's got to play. I'd be concerned if he doesn't perform pretty well against this defense. Uh, what about Swift for you? Oh yeah, I mean, I I think he's good, healthy to play. Might be the missing part of all this because he has not played since week three. Could be due to stud. Could be. Um, and I'm indifferent about Hawkinson, but he's tight end six, so yeah, you have to start him. All right. Anybody else for the Lions? No. Okay. Uh, let's look at the Cowboys. Let's look at the Cowboys. Uh, are you running to start Dak Prescott? Have to. Detroit's defense is brutal. Okay. Have to. I think you're right. Um, he's been sitting on a, you know, obviously he's been hurt since week one. So it's a, it's a welcome back thing. It could be a really good show. Uh, I think Dak's going to want to show off to what he could do. Yeah. In this. I mean, he's got a lot of people screaming for rush behind him. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of true. Um, C.D. Lamb, though, he's performing, but he has a lot of drop, like drops and 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 such. Like it's, it hasn't been pretty. It hasn't been pretty uh, for him. Thirty-three yeah. catches for, I mean, sixty targets, but thirty-three catches. They're actually not too shabby now that I look at it. But um, he's kind of like a boot. He comes off like a boomer bust player sometimes. Yeah, he can. He can be. Um, but yeah, I'm comfortable with him as like a wide receiver one this week. Okay. What about Zeke? You out on Zeke? I'm out on Tony Pollard. I dropped him in a couple leagues. Um, dude, Zeke is tough. Cause I haven't really watched a lot of Cowboy games, to be honest. So like, I really don't know about Zeke. I mean, yeah, he's probably like an RB2. I mean, he's going to get carries. So. I think, like you said, Detroit's defense is so bad that you gotta you you kind of gotta start some of these dudes. But right. I don't know. yeah, I gave I mean, up I'd on put, Tony Pollard. I put Swift higher than Zeke. Oh, by a long shot. Yeah, I concur. All right, uh, I think that is it for now. I think I. Michael, I don't know. Michael Gallup might be interesting this yeah, week. Yeah, I think Michael Gallup's fine as a flex. What would you do? So, I mean, I know I said I dropped Tony Pollard in a couple leagues. What are your thoughts on Pollard so far? I think he came into the season two overhyped and people bought into it. Yeah. So, I don't think it's really his fault, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. I think for right now, leave him on waivers and see how he looks with Dak in the coming weeks. I mean, but. You might have to go get him now. That's the thing, because some people are going to be like, oh, Dak's back. Let's go get Pollard. So if you like him enough, go grab him, wait and see. And if not, just drop him. My thing with, with Pollard is that I can like I feel like if he was going to perform, it would have been in that stretch with Cooper Rush. Right. But Dak is such a – I mean, he's not a throw-first guy. He can hand the ball off like with the best of them. But, um, you know, as far as just – they're going to want to go a little bit more aerial assault with, with Dak. I would think. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. 
play at your own risk, I would say, but I, I'm out on Pollard. I've had way too many disappointing uh, performances from him. Uh, let's go Packers and Commanders next. We sitting everybody from the Packers? Like what? <laughs> oh, for, I, dude, I don't know, dude. I mean, I, I tried to warn people about this. I tried to, but no one wanted to listen. Rogers, man, he has no, he doesn't have anybody. Yeah, There's I try to nobody to fall to, but his he's QB seventeen right now. Um, ninety about ninety one percent rostered, which is insane to think about. But it just it has not been it has not been great. I think he has nine touchdowns to three ints this year. He's quarterback twenty. Yeah. Tried to warn people, he could be the same dude. But is it feasible against this Washington defense? Was this is this one like maybe a stream or ah let's give him a shot kind of start? Probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, I really don't know, dude. I think you can do better. I don't know. I think you can do better. Rogers is just he he doesn't have it. He literally doesn't have anybody. No. I mean I'm probably going Trevor Lawrence over him. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I'm gonna agree to that. I wish Aaron Jones was like doing something. Do you start Geno Smith or Aaron Rodgers this week? Uh Geno Smith. Yeah, you got to. I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. Like if you can find a better option, like I'm talking Trevor Lawrence, if Geno Smith is there, like, I can't believe I'm saying Geno Smith. Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Dak, I think, is a better option coming off the injury. Like, it's, I don't know. I mean, Rodgers, it's so tough. Because they're, like, I'm kind of shitting on him right now. But, like, any game, Rodgers can be like, oh, flip a switch on. Like, oh, I'm Aaron Rodgers. That's right. I can we do got whatever this, I want. Right. We got this figured out. But. But yeah, it's that risk. When it comes to starting players in fantasy, it's 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 all about that consistency. Who gives you the most comfort? Right. And I, I think at this point now, because technically we're about halfway through the fantasy football season, right? Maybe a little bit more than that. Um, for depending on your league, you know yeah, that nice. comfort level's gone <laughs> with Aaron. Yeah. No, I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. Uh, what was his? How much is his ownership dropped? Did you say? Uh, he's down to ninety-one percent. Okay. So, you know, still favorable, but again, that's one of those name value kind of things. Right. Uh, Aaron Jones too, man. It's been a disappointing year. He's he's RB fourteen in 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 ESPN, but uh, he's had a lot of underwhelming games. He's not really. He hasn't been effective in the past in the passing game like he has been in previous years, which is really shocking and disappointing because yeah. for someone, you know, for Aaron Rodgers who needs people to throw to, he's just not looking at Aaron Jones' way. Nope. Yeah, that's the thing, through the air, like at all. Let's see. I mean, oh, I mean, he's getting some targets, but like it's not like it it probably should be. And Jones is catching most, if not all, you know, if not all of his targets. Three for five, three catches off five targets in week one, three for three in week two, three uh, catches off four targets in week three and four, two catches off three targets in week five. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not like last year. We're talking like eleven targets one game, six, six, five, five, six, six, six. Like he's like he's just getting all these targets, and like I don't know. Now he's just not even. I don't know. Like he's like you would think with the lack of weapons Rodgers has right now that Aaron Jones would be near the top, if not at the top of like his receiving list. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is surprising. Uh, his number one wide receiver, Mr. Alan Lazar, has actually put up some really good games. I think he is. I think he's earned a wide receiver one or two play every single week. He's probably the only guy, which is just weird to say, but um, he's he might be the most consistent player on this Green Bay team, fantasy football wise. I mean, I have to agree with that, no doubt. I mean, Christian Watson hasn't been relevant, so. No, he's hurt. He's hurt. Uh, this re- let's see, Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs has been interesting. Like he's getting the deep. I mean, he, Dobbs is getting targeted, but I think Lazard's the more consistent. Like Ed Rogers, who he feels most comfortable with right now. Yeah. So Lazard, I, I think Lazard is the only must start, and everybody else start at your own risk. Yep. Um. All right. They are playing against the, the Commanders, footballs. the football team, the team that plays football. Uh, Taylor Heineke in the lineup. Now Carson Wentz is out to be expected to be out for about a month for, uh, for the, uh, Heineke about to be the new Cooper rush, but better. Probably. I'm actually excited for, for, I picked Washington in this game because I think Taylor Heineke is a much better quarterback. He is. Yeah, I think so. Listen, McLaurin had his best, some of his best seasons with McLaurin, uh, with Heineke throwing in the ball. Facts. Just saying. And McLaurin's fantasy value has been low. So what you're saying is go out and trade for Terry McLaurin right now? Probably. It's probably a good time to do it. Could the, be a good time to do it. His rostering is going down. Like He's still in like the upper 90s, but it's weird for me to see a guy like Terry McLaurin. He must be like six team leagues. Like <laughs> six fantasy owners, just super just studded lineups, but... The fact that he has le- less than a full and then 100% ownership is surprising to me, but that's been the effect of it. Um, I like what I, you know, I think Curtis Samuel with, with yeah. Taylor Heineke is a good option. Uh, I don't. Robinson's kind of interesting too. My man, Brian. I, think, Robinson. I mean, I think Robinson's going to get the bulk of the carries. So. Yeah. Whew. Tony Gibson, who would have thought? Um, that dog in a Brian Robinson, man. That dude's good. That dude's good. He's like a superhero or something. I've never seen somebody get shot and rebound so quickly. Every time he runs for a first on or a touchdown, he just needs to slap the shit out of his right leg right at the camera <laughs> to show him. <laughs> and then call out Michael Thomas for being a fucking puss. <laughs> All the way here for it. Yeah, um, motherfucker got shot and he's playing. I, I'm I, I'm about to rant that, but you better stop me. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> do it, just do it, do it. Michael Thomas is such a fucking diva, dude. I'm fed up with that guy. I don't even own him in fantasy, but honestly, Michael Thomas, if you're hearing this, you're soft. He is mad soft. He's softer than baby shit. Come on the show, though. Michael Thomas will take you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll literally take anybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would tread carefully in this game. Just because the uneasiness, but I, I I truly deep down feel that Heineke is going to help elevate McLaurin and Santa. Because again, it's been a, just a bad year for all of them. Heineke's tatted the fuck up, dude. Heineke's a dog. Yeah, he I don't is. I don't know what tattoos have to do with anything, but he's tatted the fuck up. 
I don't, I don't know, know why. When I look, when I first looked at him, I was like, "There's no way this dude like he, like he doesn't look like a guy with tattoos." And then I saw some picture, and he has like a whole fucking sleeve. I was like, "Damn, Taylor Heineke!" <laughs> yeah, did not, well, did not expect that. He's a bit, yeah, he's a badass kind of he, badass. He really is. Um, he definitely right. drives motorcycles, right? <laughs> <laughs> Without a helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's go to the Jets and the Denver Broncos. Jets by a billion, dude. Oh, for sure. For me, when it comes to fantasy starts, it's Brees Hall, and that's it. Dude, Brees Hall is good. I know. See, Locke, offensive rookie, yeah, offensive rookie of the year. I think there's a case. I think there's a couple of cases for. I mean, if Pierce keeps delivering, I think it's uh, it's gonna be kind of between mm-hmm. that. Um, a couple other uh, rookies have done all right. Kenneth Walker, he's got the show now. Damian yeah. Pierce. Yeah. No, Brees Hall's been amazing. Um, absolutely amazing. I'm really mad that I accidentally dropped him in the league. <laughs> really sad. Really sad about that. Um, Brees Hall, though, is probably the only one worth starting on the Jets, which is amazing. Agreed. They're winning just like the Giants do. And their defense. Yes. Yep. Defense and, and running the damn ball. Brees Hall, RB6 right now. Good for him. Good for him. Um, oh, boy. Uh, let's go to the Denver Broncos. Dude, I mean, we don't have to do that. We we probably shouldn't. Is it Brett Rippon season right now? Uh, might be. Russell Wilson currently questionable. He might not play. Uh, it could, God, be, a, it could be a game-time decision. Yeah, he sucks. Game time decisions are fucking stupid. They make me so mad. Yeah, I don't like that. Worst part about fantasy football: game time decisions. Yeah, I don't. I I will plan around it. I will. I will not. <laughs> if somebody, if somebody's a game time decision, I will not even mm-hmm. attempt. I don't I care who plan, it is. Plan accordingly. I don't care who it is. Um, no, no to Russell Wilson, obviously, right? No, he sucks. He's washed. He's, and the thing is, he's the highest like projected dude on the team. So if Russell Wilson is the highest projected fantasy, a fantasy player for the Denver Broncos, you know it's bad outside right. of that. I mean, you're not starting Melvin Gordon. Nope. So. I just want to see those two fight. That'll be sick. Melvin Gordon is getting RB1 looks, though, from them. Ugh. But he ain't performing. He's not performing. He's had two good games. Um, he's had one touchdown this year. Well, he's been benched twice. Yeah. So this might be the suck bowl. I honestly, Brees Hall between between both teams, Denver and the Jets, it might just be Brees Hall for me. I think it could be. No one's watching this game, right? I'm not. Like I'm not. Except for Jets fans, I know Broncos fans aren't. It's a four game. o'clock game too. It's, oh God! No, the, the other one's not even much better. No, it's not. Texans Raiders. Ooh. Fuck! All right, let's go over to that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Let's go. <laughs> uh, Damian Pierce. Yep. Coming off of a bye, this dude is balling out the last three weeks. 18, 25, and 20. Um, all he had to buy. Last three, his last three active weeks. Um, he's finally hitting his stride. This dude has also a case for RB uh rookie offensive rookie of the year. Yep. I think. Um I think it's Pierce and Brandon Cooks, right? I don't even know about Brandon Cooks no more. Yeah. Maybe some flex appeal there for Cooks. 
Dude, he's been targeted a bunch. 24 catches off of 42 targets, 235 yards, one touchdown. Can't that is not the Brandon Cooks I'm used to. Yeah, he hasn't been great. He's a wide receiver 46. We've been hyping him up for like the last couple years. Like last year was good. This year, no bueno. All right. See you later, Brandon. It's been fun. It's um, been a hell of a ride. Yeah, it's been good. You can retire. You might be a Hall of Famer. Who knows? Probably not. All right. Uh, let's go over to the Raiders. All right. The Raiders coming back off of a bye week. Derek Carr having an okay season. An okay season. He has eight touchdowns, four interceptions, uh, three games over 20 points. Uh, his worst game was against Denver in week four. Uh, I I like him in this matchup. I think Houston's defense has played pretty well, but I think Derek Carr could perform uh, pretty well. He's been my starter for in certain leagues. Yeah, I think Derek Carr's a fine play this week. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams finally unlocked his Raiders powers uh, when he pushed down that that dude. So, um, so he should be good. He's a must start. Starting Derek Carr over Rodgers. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. Adams only had one bad game, and that was against Arizona in week two. So I like that start there. Um, Josh Jacobs had two really, 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 really good weeks. Uh, a five play. Yeah, he's he's RB7. You starting Jacobs or Jonathan Taylor? Oh, you bastard. Um... I yeah, probably Jacobs. I kind of like Jacobs. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor's best game this year was against Houston. Other than that, he hasn't been able to do anything. Jacobs um, for 202. Lock it in. <laughs> uh, dude, Hunter Renfro's been pretty disappointed this year, huh? He's been hurt a little bit, though. But I mean, yeah. I mean, that's Hunter Renfro, who's kind of like average, right? Oh, yeah. Three games. Well, I think last year's boom, I I think we kind of called it too when Devontae Adams got traded that Renfro's usage is going to be down. I mean, shit, look at Waller. I mean, Adams fucked over a couple guys. Oh, yeah, Waller's trash. Tight end 21. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Devontae Adams, you know, that whole trade just limited his usage like that. Darren Wall about to go on another crack binge. Oh, boy. <laughs> hope not. <laughs> I hope not, too, for his sake. But Stay, stay strong, Darren. <laughs> Can you imagine being, like, that good? and get? I think he got extended this year, too, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's go over to <laughs> Chiefs and 49ers. Chiefs and 49ers. One point. The Chiefs are one-point favorites on the road. Uh, KC, I think they played pretty good last week, despite everything. Um, Mahomes had a decent game. Uh, he's had a decent season, too. Se- holy shit. 17 touchdowns to four interceptions. That's Patrick Mahomes. That is, he is him. Uh, obviously, a must start. Travis Kelsey, a must start every week. I like Juju Smith Schuster's usage. Uh, last uh, against the Bills, it wasn't too, it wasn't terrible. He got, that was his biggest game as a Chief so far. Yeah, it was like his only game. 
Yeah, five catches, five uh, five targets, 113 yards, and one touchdown. He had 22 <laughs> points. Uh, I think that's their biggest issue, though, is their inconsistency at the wide receiver position. I, yeah. I, I think they need to make a trade bad. They could use DJ Moore. They could. Um, they freed up cap space this week. Somebody said that they're they freed up like three to four. Yeah, they going Kelsey, for, yeah. They're going for uh OBJ. That's what they're they're thinking. Yeah, that'll be a good move in December when he finally plays. Yeah, right. Um that's that's about it for the Chiefs, though. The Chargers or uh the 49ers, excuse me. Uh let's see. What the fuck? Um let's look at San Francisco. A lot of fantasy duds here, but C-Mac coming over is uh, it's going to shape up some things. I think this might be this might be the last game that Jeff Wilson Jr. is relevant until the foreseen future. For until unless McCaffrey gets hurt, yeah, they're going to give Jeff Wilson probably most of the snaps this week because of his familiarity with the offense. But um, eventually, it's going to go to the C-Mac. Who knows? I mean, C-Mac might. Uh, I didn't. I don't even know if I'd use C-Mac this week. Probably not, dude. I'm hesitant now that I think about it, even though this is, like, awesome because Casey's defense is, like, the 31st against quarterbacks. They're 28th against running backs or 28th against wide receivers. It's a good matchup, but, listen, anybody can run up the middle, right? Anybody can just kind of run up the middle. McCaffrey's strength lies in the pass-catching game, and he just does not – he's not familiar enough with the offense, so – so I I don't know I don't I don't know about C Mac being used here. Um, Debo Samuel going to absolutely eat for sure. He might and be Brand- the and, and Brandon Ayuk I like. Yes, those two might be the only like those two and maybe Jeff Olson Jr. are the only ones I'm interested in. Jeff Olson did not have a great game uh, against Atlanta. Half a point. I think Kittle's going to be used this game. I don't think they're going to be running the ball as much. They shouldn't. I don't think they're going to. Try. I don't. I, I feel like they're going to throw more. I think. Well, I think they're going to be losing. So they're going to be throwing more. Kittle had his best game in a long time against Atlanta. Eight catches, ten yards. Or excuse me, eight catches off ten targets, eighty-three yards. Hopefully, that's a trend that continues. And what was that game script? They were losing that game. They had to throw. Right. So, so I think that's going to be the same one this week. It's probably going to have to be too. Um, because Kittle's been shit this year. He's tight end 25. And we've said what we said about tight ends already. So No, he's O-line 25. He's been playing left tackle. <laughs> left tackle and right tackle. Fair enough. Game. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That is true. Um, all right. That's really it. all I got for San Francisco. Yep. Seahawks Chargers. Barn burner. Could be. Geno Smith. Yes. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, yes. Kenneth Walker. Lockett is questionable. He is something to keep your eye on, but Lockett's been a fucking beast this year. Yeah. Wide receiver 14, averaging 14.4 points a game. Had a dud against Arizona last week, but it is what it is. Uh, DK Metcalf is... He's had some pretty good games, too. He's there. Um, but Tyler Lockett is definitely the more valuable one. If Lockett goes down, or if Lockett doesn't make it to the game, then DK Metcalf's value is instantly um, upped. Yeah. Kenneth Walker, top 12 play, I think, top 14. I think so. He's RB41, but uh, 
his usage has got his his point total has been getting better, right? Because his usage yeah. has been getting a lot better. So I foresee that. Uh also Noah Fant is growing a little bit on me. He's actually again compared to a lot of tight ends, he's been way more consistent. And it looks like uh it looks like Gino's been getting the ball a little bit more. He put up uh had six catches off seven targets last week for 45 yards, seven and a half points there. Uh, slow start, but he's been, you know, he had 6.7 in, in this league I'm in uh, against Atlanta in week three, 7.2 against Detroit in week four, seven, nine against New Orleans in week five, and 10 and a half in, in week six against Arizona. So if you're really struggling for tight end, uh, Noah Fant might be worth your time. Uh, agreed. And everyone can use a tight end. He sure could. Just about everybody can use a tight end. Absolutely. Who would have thought this year that, that Seattle would be That's what I'm saying. a driving force in a lot of fantasy lineups? That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. All right. For the Chargers. For the Chargers. Uh, Herbert had a rough week last week against Denver. Their defense is pretty good. No touchdowns, and it certainly showed. Um, but this this should be – who did Seattle lose in a shootout to a couple weeks ago? Was it New Orleans? The Lions. The 48-45 game or whatever. Yeah. Was it the Lions? Yep. Okay. This might be similar to that. This might be pretty similar to that. Um, Keenan Allen is questionable, but I doubt it. Yeah, dude. Good Lord, Keenan Allen, man. You can't. I know, like injuries are are tough and all, but you can't go and bitch on Madden every year about about your Madden rating, and then just not be there. Right. You know what I mean. Just just best ability is availability. Sure yeah. is. Sure is. Uh, Eckler's get, get been rocking and rolling lately. He's had yeah. uh, put together three really really good games. Thirty RB one right now. He is, and is early so, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, Mike Williams has been a le- some people have been like hit or miss with Mike Williams. He's really another boomer bust kind of player. He's had three bad weeks out of six uh, so far. And the Denver game just as a whole was just not, not great for everybody. Apparently. Um, Gerald Everett's fallen off of a cliff. Yeah, this is tough. This is tough, but knowing Keenan Allen, I would just be wary. Um, I mean, look at ESP. They're they're you just they don't know. They know he's another game time decision. I'm not planning on starting Keenan. If I have Keenan Allen in any of my rosters, I'm not starting. No. I'm not automatically starting him. I'm looking elsewhere because I just I can't do the the hit or miss thing. Um, it's not good. Not good. Uh, anybody else you're interested in for the Chargers? I think Gerald Everett. You are interested in a, Gerald. Could be a fine tight end play. I mean, it's going to be a high scoring. And Keenan Allen, even if he does play, he's banged up. Like, yeah. So we'll get some limited looks. All right. Um, got two more games to talk about. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Steelers and Dolphins. Kenny Pickett's back. Sick. <laughs> I think the only thing I want to talk about here for Pittsburgh, I'm not certain any of these dudes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not guessing which wide receiver is going to have a good week. I'm not doing that. Najee Harris might just be bad at football. Like, 
not that's what i want to talk about not deal with Najee. you're done with Najee. i especially especially against the dolphins they're they're good against the run i traded Najee in two leagues i benched him in others yep my it says miami's 23rd against running backs but again i just like this year it's been bad it's been bad Couple games in the low teens, but it's still not justifying drafting him as high as he was drafted. All right, right. He's, he was a first round pick in every league. I'm out on Najee. I hope he has a good game, but right now I am not starting Najee Harris in any any of my leagues. I'm probably not starting him either. You can call me crazy. He's RB twenty four. Yep, averaging ten. You can't ten point eight points a game. Fuck that. I'm out on Najee. Yep. And fuck everybody who yelled at me about not having Najee <laughs> and, and on the Facebook page when it was uh, when it was all going. Fuck everybody who said we're Najee in the top running back stuff. Tell them. Kiss the back of my nuts. All right. <laughs> um, for the Dolphins, Tua is expected to be back this week. Tua time. Tua time. Comfortable with Tua? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Would be a nice welcome back if they go out and just lay it on the, the Steelers. They're gonna steamroll the fucking Steelers. Suck. The Steelers are so bad. I'm looking right at you too, Boyd. <laughs> Your team sucks, and I'm glad Walker rips on him all the time. I fucking love it. <laughs> Fuck the Steelers. I know. I team know. Sucks. I know. I feel the same. Uh, <laughs> so two is a start this week. Just give me a bandwagon fan. <laughs> <laughs> Tyreek, I, I think with Tua back, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, their their usage goes gets shot through the roof. I know Tyreek Hill or Aaron Rodgers. Huh? Tua or Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Tua, no doubt. Good answer. Geno Smith or Tua. Geno. Geno's hot right now, man. They tried to write him off. Didn't write back though. Uh so the running back game is uh <laughs> for the Steelers is bad. Or uh, Dolphins is pretty bad too. Well the Steelers, Steelers are bad too, too, but Steelers are pretty bad too. Um but Raheem Mostert is apparently the guy now. I'm not playing him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Happy to know. I mean, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Tyree Kill, Waddle, and Tua. Yeah, that's about and, it. And their defense this week. Uh, all right, Chicago, New England. Why are the fucking Bears playing on primetime? <laughs> and why against this? Like, why against the Patriots? Like, what history is there? This is like, gonna be like a fourteen to ten game. I feel probably. Like. It's gonna be so bad that I'm surprised Amazon Prime hasn't scooped it yeah. up. Especially if McCorkle's playing because he's the backup quarterback on that team. So should be, should be the backup. We want Zappy. I want him. I want a Zappy jersey. Uh, I'm not starting anybody from the from the Bears. I think that I think this the no defense is that good. Nope. Yeah, yeah, they're they're yeah they're gonna shut down Montgomery and Herbert because they know that's they're, they're gonna make Justin Fields throw. And as far as the uh, the Patriots go, Ramondre. Yep. I like Jacoby Myers too, but he's done better with Zappy than he had. Oh no, he's been pretty. He's been all right. Yeah, Jacoby Myers is. I think he's fine regardless of what quarterback plays. He's going to get like twelve targets a game. Yeah, 
Not Damien Harris. How's he? No, no Damien Harris. Okay. Uh, that's about it. Hunter Henry had his like one good game of the year. I can't believe how much that dude's been irrelevant. Oh, it was last week against Cleveland. Uh, I don't know. I, I was all in. I'm like, why is Hunter Henry's value, draft value so low? ADP so low. Oh, my, there you have it. There it is. There's your sign. So uh, Patriots defense, top three. Lock it in. 100%. They were on waivers this week, and I picked them up. And I went to go pick a them up. A lot of people weeks. picked them up. A lot of people did. So, but that is that, everybody. We survived 13 games. All right. As we always state, take our opinions, use them to formulate your own. All right. We just kind of see things at face value. I, I'm I'm okay at picking up at trends. and But, again, this fantasy year has been pretty uh, pretty chaotic. The mood that we talked about last week about it, this being like the worst fantasy football season of all time is it still rings true because there are just so much inconsistency. But um, regardless, next week is week eight, almost the half. Well, yeah, we're definitely, well, I got to remember that fantasy football is not the full 17, 18 weeks. It's a lot shorter than that. So uh, next week we'll be back. Should be ready to rock and roll. Make sure you stay tuned. Ryan, thank you as always, buddy. Glad we can get this one done nice and early. It's always yes, good sir. to it's always good to wake up and not have to go to work on a Saturday. That's nice. It's not bad. So, but as a wrap, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'd be happy. Uh, per, behalf. God, I'm so out of practice. Thank you so much for tuning in. And on behalf of Ryan and I, till next time, the two point conversation is. Good.